people, what the hell is going on? Welcome to another week, another episode of Echoes from the Goddamn Void. And, um, yeah, I don't know, man. This week has, like, yesterday, I think it was yesterday. Yes, I think it was yesterday. Man, I, oh, I nearly dropped kicked a kid into a wall so fucking irritating now listen i don't always want to do that i mean you know sometimes the kid's irritating and yeah you think i'd like to kick that kid into a wall but not every day but i just come out of a ridiculously irritating meeting and i'm walking minding my own Listening to my uh, my iPod and shit, you know what I mean. And there's this little kid with a with a mum, and she kind of jumps into a couple of people walking in the other direction, which was weird. But I'm just like, yo, I'm minding my own, you know what I mean. And so I'm carrying on walking, and then I feel like someone kick me from behind. You know what I mean? Like kicking your your foot when you're stepping. You know what I mean? That thing where people kick the, your foot as you lift it up to try and trip you up. And I turn around, and there's this fucking kid, like grinning at me. And then I see a mum who just shrugs, doesn't say shit to the kid, just shrugs. And I'm just like, God damn it. Violet's just like, you know what, I'm just gonna walk. Because if I open my mouth, I'm probably going to say some ill shit. And also, obviously, this little fucking idiot ain't gonna trip me up. You know, I just feel this kind of kick on my foot but it's so feeble there's no moving you understand it's like if a five-year-old tried to rugby tackle you you ain't going down you know what I mean it's a fucking kid but it was just like the audacity of it because that's it sometimes it's not the the fact that shit happened but it's just like you had the audacity to try your intent was for me to fall flat on my face and then the fact the mum was just like me what are you gonna do i was like oh shit but yeah nothing happened i i you know what i mean i i i uh, i chilled just walked thought let me calm down got home had some coffee and the world was a better place but god damn it Man, but I yeah I do realize I think I need to start hitting Pilates again because I need to try and chill a bit. You know what I mean? Definitely need to chill a bit. But fuck it. <laughs> um. All right. So there's some weird shit happening in the news. So um. Yeah. Let's look at some of this bullshit. Right. <laughs> okay. So. There's this story, right? Um, this uh, lady, she's an actress on Coronation Street. Um, 
you know, if I can call that an actress. <laughs> um, but yeah, Charlene, Charlie, ugh, man, it's just you're one of these people that have a normal name but spell it in a retarded way. But yeah, this Charlie Houston, um, she booked a holiday using Booking.com, and um, like, like this piece is on um BBC website, right? And it's just like, she was in tears of frustration after finding out that the place she was staying wasn't accessible. Because she's in a wheelchair. But any time I read a piece like this, I just have to call bullshit. You know, it's bullshit. She wasn't in tears of fucking frustration. But... It is a way of getting your your fucking fat face in the news. You know, that's all it is. It's a publicity grab. Because, listen, right? So, all right, let me... I, I'll get into the piece and then I will talk my shit. <laughs> so, um, yeah, she booked a, um, a, a, a hotel room using Booking.com, Right? And she was just like, oh yeah, she used the the filters Because, you know, when you go on these websites They've got, like, on the side, you press the buttons Oh, do you want a place near the city centre? Do you want a spa? Do you want a swimming pool? You press the buttons and it kind of filters down your choices, right? So she's saying she she used those to find a accessible hotel with wheelchair access So she booked... And then she got a call from the hotel saying, oh, to actually to enter the hotel, there's a couple of steps. So do you mind if you're lifted into and out of the hotel? Right. So, yeah, I mean, that's not great. Right. But. It's, you mean, she was called by the hotel after booking So it's not like she turned up Because if she had turned, the way it, the headline is You kind of think, oh shit, she turned up and that happened No, she didn't turn up She got a fucking phone call And they're like, yeah, actually, this is the problem Right, so Really, not not a crazy issue, right? Because she then can book another room. She can book another room somewhere else. So, this is the thing that I find insane. Because, right, if... And they gave her a fucking refund. They gave her a refund, okay? And the way she's talking, it's just like... You know, the amount of times I have booked rooms and, um, you know, it said one thing and then you just contact the hotel to check something and they're like, oh, yeah, no, um, we're not actually there. We're a further or something, which is just like, ugh. And then you just talk and then they refund you and you book somewhere else. That shit happens all the time. And 
listen, I understand accessibility. Where I was booking a, a whole heap of events for um, some consultation shit I was doing at work. And I had to find accessible venues. And the um, the stupid agency we had to use to do all of this shit. So you tell them what you need, where you need it. And they send you back, like, choices. So they'd send you back choices. And, obviously, I don't trust them. So I call all the places up that they send me. Who are meant to be accessible. And yeah, the amount of times that you'd be like, all right, so yeah, I need an accessible building. They're like, yeah, 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 we're accessible. I'm like, are you sure? So there's a ramp getting in. Well, no, there's not a ramp. There's a couple of steps. But it's a thing you run into. You know what I mean? You always understand, I need to double check because what they view as accessible isn't always fully accessible. Right, so she knows this shit. Right, so it's just a bit like double check, motherfucker, and you got a phone call. So all this bull, I, I was tired. T- tears of frustration. You weren't tears of frustration. What you wanted was everyone to feel sorry for you and you to get your friggin' face in the news for a minute. That's all it is. It's all it is. Because, right, if she's got a big problem, email the place, call the place, boom, 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 boom. But it's like, a thing I find very weird now, people, instead of calling, people put the shit on Twitter or social media straight. And it's just like, wait, you haven't even spoken to the fucking place to work anything out Straight away you put in Mistakes can get made Okay, mistakes can get made And when, if you talk to them you'll be like Boom, if you can change bah, 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 Boom, boom, everything's sorted Now, if they continue To advertise In that manner Yeah, then you can put them on blast But what the fuck Are you doing You know, I just think it's a joke it's ridiculous. This woman is a moron. This story is bullshit. It's bullshit. You know? I think it is ridiculous. And, um, yeah, she got a refund. Like, I kind of hope that she didn't find a hotel room. You know what I mean? Let the bitch have a little karma on her. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck it. What's next? So Apple are in um in a bit of hot water at the moment because uh so they've just launched their um their credit card and uh there's been reports that um the card gives better rates of interest to uh, to mail. Uh, would it be um, mail? Uh, fuck, my words have gone. Um, <laughs> customers, obviously, fucking custom. God damn it! It's not even a difficult word. Hey, but yeah. Um, 
yeah, it's giving it's giving better credit limits and stuff to to men over women, which is really weird. But the weird thing is, so people are just like Apple are pieces of shit. God damn them. But I will kind of say it, it does seem that the um the heat should, really should be going on um Goldman and Sachs. <laughs> because it's Goldman and Sachs that are are doing all the actual bank shit. Yeah, yeah, they're the ones who are putting together the algorithms. They're the ones that are looking at all the rates and all of that stuff. It's just, you know, it's like when you see a Marvel credit card. Marvel don't have a bank. They have just made a partnership with a bank. And that's the credit. And this is what the case is. So, well, you know, you, you, you have this situation, but... Yeah, you kind of think like, yo, people should kind of be going at Goldman and Sachs because they're the ones that um created this weird algorithm that for some reason is, uh, yeah, hating on women. <laughs> it's just odd. Like, there's, so there's this, um, this guy... Uh, Man, this business owner, eh, fuck him, I don't know But, uh, him and his wife got the card And, um, he's like, she's got a better job than him, makes more money But her credit limit is a lot less than his Which, yeah, it's a weird one, it is odd I'm not even gonna lie about that one thing that does that is really just weird about all of this as well. So you have all these people like coming out against it. One of them being Steve Wozniak. <laughs> Steve Wozniak was the co-founder of Apple with Steve Jobs. And it's really weird. Because Wozniak, you know, he made a lot of fucking money out of Apple, right? But whenever something goes wrong, he seems to be one of the first people to jump on the bandwagon and sling shit. And you're just like, what the fuck, man? You know, if I was... um. Uh, what's it, Cook, something Cook, isn't it, hmm, yeah, something Cook, the new CEO, whatever the fuck his name is, but if I was him, I'd be like, should I order a hit on Wozniak, because he's really pissing me off, I mean, he's just, I don't know what his deal is, like, look, you might be frustrated, but you'd probably just call up and be like, yo, What's going on, man? Like, can you sort this out? Bum, bum, bum. But it's just this weird thing. As I as I said earlier, like, people have this thing about throwing shade on social media rather than approaching the company. And as I said, look, if the company won't listen, if the company are being dicks, boom, light them up. But it always seems weird when the first thing that you do is hit social media. 
rather than contact the company. But yeah, hmm. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Because I like the idea of this card. You know, I like the idea that the card will tell you the name of the place where a payment was made. Because when you look at your bank card right now, right? And um, you've, you've gone to the supermarket And then you've gone to a coffee shop And you've, you know what I mean you've, you've used your card in different spots, right? Instead of saying Like Sainsbury's And, you know Costa and, you know, wherever Boots A lot of times it just gives a weird number and so you're, you're looking at the amounts and you're just like, oh, fuck. What was that? Where the fuck was that? Where did I spend money? And for, you know, sometimes you're just like, yo, that looks all wrong. That, I mean, that seems, that seems bullshit. What? And then you have to realize, oh, no, Tuesday. Oh, yeah, Tuesday, I bought a coffee at the train station, and then I went, blah, 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 blah. But the Apple card, it uses, like, GPS and shit. Like, you know, because it's hooked up with your phone and all of that. So it will actually give the, the name of the place you went. And you can find it on the map as well, in another section. Which, yeah, that all seems cool to me, you know? And supposedly... You can't use those machines and swipe. People couldn't swipe your details off of it. So yeah, all of that. I'm like, yeah, that sounds good. You know, if they dropped it in the UK, I might jump on that shit. You know, because it just makes life a lot easier. Um, and actually, I still can because <laughs> this weird algorithm ain't affecting me. So um, yeah, fuck it. Who gives a shit? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh man, some crazy shit is going down in Japan at the moment. Okay, so, um, right, well, there was already a, um, you know, an issue around high heels. You know, some places were t- were saying women had to wear high heels if they're working there. So there's already been that, which, you know, it's a bit like if you're on your feet all day, <laughs> you know, you're working eight hours, high heels, yeah, they're not really the um, the footwear of choice for many uh, So that's weird But now, after all of that You'd think people might be like Alright, maybe we need to think about this shit But no, no <laughs> That's not going to stop people, right? So, the new thing is um, A lot of companies had started to ban glasses So you weren't allowed to wear glasses <laughs> Which is very odd But the real odd thing is Not everyone Just women <laughs> Women aren't allowed to wear glasses 
at um a lot of retail spots which is just insane it like if you have to wear glasses to see <laughs> what the fuck do they think is going to happen now listen those motherfuckers that wear glasses With no um, prescriptions Those motherfuckers Fuck them Look, I can understand if you're saying No, you you don't wear glasses Because that's ridiculous Man, I worked at this one spot And one of the directors He was was such an ass clown man. Well yeah, he used to wear glasses With no prescription And it was just like What the fuck are you doing? Like, what's the point, man? But anyway yeah, so the the idea around it is um, supposedly <laughs> they're saying that um, women look cold <laughs> if um, if they're wearing glasses, which is insane. You know what I mean? It, it's in it's insane. Be like, you don't look cold. If you're wearing glasses, that's a like if you're looking cold, that's a facial expression. You know what I mean? That's that's that. That's not the thing that you're wearing on your face. A hat, glasses, you know what I mean? That shit ain't making you look warm or cold or anything like that. It's the facial expression. You know what I mean? So yeah, it is it's just very weird, very just weird and antiquated. You know what I mean? It, it's it's just like um, but even people who are kind of talking against it, you sometimes they come off cross like they're a bit ah, they're a bit weird as well. So um. There's a professor of sociology at uh, Kaito University of Foreign Studies, Kumiko Nemoto. Um, And uh, she said, like, the reason why women are not supposed to wear glasses really don't make sense. It's all about gender. It's pretty discriminatory, which is, you know, definitely... She then said, it's not about how women do their work. The company values the woman's appearance as being feminine, and that's opposite to someone who wears glasses. And you're just like, wait, what the fuck did you just say? It's just like, yeah, she is campaigning against this ludicrous business um policy but just that statement you know I mean? values the women's appearance as being feminine and that's opposite to someone who wears glasses so if you're a woman and you wear glasses you are now masculine it's just a weird thing to say right like what the fuck is that? Like, the amount of chicks I know that wear glasses. Ugh, I know people will be like, Ugh, he said chick, women, whatever. It's not offensive, 
dickheads. For the amount of people I know that wear glasses. And they're foxy as a motherfucker. You know what I mean? It's not detracting from how good they look. You know Because they're wearing glasses. It's not just like, oh, God. <laughs> Man, that that woman looks rather mannish. Yeah, oh, <laughs> now she's not wearing glasses. Oh, I didn't realise it was a, ma- a, a woman. You know, a bit like that whole Superman bullshit. Oh, look, it's Clark. Oh, oh, glasses off. Wait, that's Superman. No, it doesn't work like that. It really doesn't. Jesus. But, um, yeah, you, like, it's, it's very weird. And as I said, look, you'd have thought that with all the backlash from the whole high hill situation, that these businesses would be like, okay, we need to think about the policies that we're putting in place, but obviously not. So, um, yeah, it's weird. It's weird. And just think about it, right? You you go into a place. Say you're 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 um I right, how about this? You you're going to a spot, you want an ice cream, but you're you're you know, allergic to dairy. So you're just like, um, oh, can I have the, the sorbet? Now, this lady, she needs glasses. Not allowed to wear them. So she doesn't know what the fuck she's serving you. You know what I mean? So she's, she thinks, you've asked for the sorbet. She's giving you a fucking ice cream. And now you're running for the nearest toilet because your stomach is just about to explode. Or... Man, you go, like, you know, a girl's gone to go get makeup, sitting down, letting this girl do um do her makeup for her, gets poked in the fucking eye. <laughs> this is just ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And, um, yeah, I wonder how long this shit's going to last. Like, can't last for long. It really can't. Because that's just, ugh. It's worrying, man. Very, very worrying. Oh man, this is this is crazy. So uh, another story affecting Apple, but not really them. You know, it's more um one of their employees. So uh, a lady in California. Took her phone um, into uh, her local Apple store to get it fixed. And um, when she got home, she noticed that a text message had been sent. And she looked at it and was just like, I don't even know that number. And hold on, that text message was sent. When I was in the Apple store and didn't have my goddamn phone. And she, um, yeah, saw also that the text message had sent a, um, a photo. Had sent a photo to this number. Which is, uh, yeah, I, I think you can smell what we're cooking, right? Um, the way it's described is, um, 
an employee had found an intimate photo on her device. Now, ain't we know what an intimate photo is? <laughs> you know what I mean? We know what that shit is. Uh, yeah, so um, she'd spoken to the... Uh, um, like, she put something on um, Facebook, right? And uh, so she'd said that um, she'd made an effort to remove all personal information, like financial data and stuff like that. But her appointment time had been moved up, so she was rushing over to the shop, you know. And, uh, yeah, she said, like, um, this guy went through my gallery and sent himself one of my extremely personal photos that I took for my boyfriend and it had my geolocation on, so he also knows where she lives. Which is, um, yeah, definitely crazy. Definitely friggin' crazy. I mean, I, you would, de- I, oh man, like, you would definitely make sure that those photos are not on your fucking phone if you're taking your phone somewhere. That shit cannot be on, like, photos, videos, that cannot be on your phone. Because, (laughs) yeah, people are going to find that. And especially when it's a play, a computer spot. Because they, you know, computer engineers, phone engineers, all of them people, they know they know, you know what I mean, where to look for deleted items or, you know, just anything. Anything that you think, oh, yeah, I've hid that. <laughs> no one can find. They know. They know all those fucking shortcuts. And this is the thing. Even if you, de- like, deleted shit, like, I, I've, you know, I've been told that you can delete something and it isn't actually deleted, you know? Or even when it's not kind of showing, it's still there somewhere for a certain period of time. So, yeah, I mean, they can find it. But you would definitely make the effort to delete it. But the craziest thing is, right, the craziest thing about this situation. So you've got my man in the Apple store who's a bit like, who's, you know, doing his little creeping act. Found this picture and thought, alright, yeah, I'm going to send that to myself. Right, so he's done that. Sent, firstly, he sent it from the fucking phone. It's just like, son, what is wrong with you? Like, you would delete the text. If you were that fucking person, you, you'd, you'd think that they would know... Delete the text Because the text is clear evidence That you've done some bullshit Right So you'd think that But Why the fuck are you sent Like you'd airdrop it <laughs> that, That's the weirdest thing about this whole thing There is so many ways He could have sent that picture to himself Without any evidence He could have airdropped it, and no one's gonna fucking know, 
right? There's, I don't know, as far as I'm aware, you can't see what you've airdropped, unless you can, but yeah, I mean, who's checking that? No one's, you know what I mean, because you'll look at your messages, you go to send a message, and you'll be like, wait, what's that? You know what I mean, same with email, but yeah, I wouldn't think to be like, hmm, let me check my airdrop situation, so yeah, you, you there's different there's other ways he could have sent it but also computer google search ask jeeves there are you if you want to see a naked person the internet has a whole heap you don't have to take a fucking photo of someone's phone this just seems so weird, like, it's such a weird situation, you know, it's creepy, it's definitely fucking creepy, you know what I mean, there's there's no doubts about that, there's no, ah, poor dude, you know what I mean, dude's an arsehole, he's a straight up arsehole, but it's just, he's not very bright, (laughs) he's not very bright, and you think of where is this fucking idiot working? It's working in the genius bar. <laughs> so it's a bit like, wait, my man's working on the genius bar in Apple. How is it he is so fucking stupid? <laughs> you know what I mean? How is he so fucking stupid? Uh, Apple's response that they um, they sent to the Washington Post uh, made me laugh as well. So they sent come. Um, it, it said uh, Apple immediately launched um, an internal investigation and determined that the employee acted far outside the strict privacy guidelines to which we hold all Apple employees. He is no longer associated with our company. It's just like he acted far outside the strict privacy guidelines. It was just like he is a fucking idiot and we booted his ass. I just say that. He like acted far outside. He like he's a fucking creep. <laughs> we got rid of him. Pronto. <laughs> ah, so like the weird thing was, right? So as soon as she found that he had done this, um, she went to the store. She went back to the store. And but it says like, but the employee in question had claimed he did not know how the text had been sent. <laughs> He did not know how the text had been sent. I'm like, firstly, <laughs> you would call the fucking number. <laughs> call the number that the text message had been sent to. <laughs> this is probably his number or one of his friends. You know what I mean? So you'd be like, um, <laughs> what? <laughs> So you'd be like, wait, that's your number, son? What the fuck are you talking about? 
<laughs> so clearly you sent that shit. <laughs> but um, yeah. So this woman, she's always also said she's gonna press charges against him. So he didn't not only lost his job, but he's probably gonna get charged with some sort of crime here. Some sort of crime. Probably no jail term. But I can imagine... Hey, he's going to have to pay some cheddar. Do you hear me? He's going to have to pay some cheddar. And... Yeah. That's a record. So... Applying for jobs and shit. He's going to have to say... Yeah, got a, got a criminal record. <laughs> I uh, violated someone's privacy. Yeah, that's not really going to look good, is it? <laughs> Trying to go get another job ain't going to look good at all. I would say, so the thing with this, name him. Just put the dude's name out there. You know, because they put her name. So they've given the woman's name. But I'm just like, the dude's guilty. <laughs> like every we we it's been found that he is guilty. So yeah, name and shame. I have no issue with that. You know, I just think it's a, it's a bit weird that they didn't. Fuck it. You know, it teach it teaches him right for being a fucking little creepy perv. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? But yeah. Ugh. So fucking weird. You know what I mean? So fucking weird. Alright, we're going to end on this um, story. <laughs> so, um, look, Netflix have been... You know I mean, they've been killing it with the stand-up specials. There are so many great stand-up specials on Netflix right now. You know, and... um. Whatever kind of comedy you like, whatever humour makes you laugh, there is people that is going to, you know what I mean, tickle your funny bone, right? Which, you know, that's great. There's, you know, there's definitely people on there who I'm just like, they are special? What the fuck? But I ain't hating. I don't care because although I might not find them funny, there are a whole heap of people that do. So that's cool. You know what I mean? It, it, it's good they're doing that, you know? But um, a, a new special was meant to be dropping, right? From, um, uh, what's this, what's this dude's name? Uh, Christian, um, no, that's, he's a Christian. <laughs> John Christ. Okay, so there's this comedian, John Christ, who, uh, you know, he, his shtick is, he's a Christian who uh, pokes fun at the uh, hypocrisy of Christianity. <laughs> oh, chuckle, chuckle, chuckle. Um, <laughs> and, uh, so this special is meant to be dropping on Thanksgiving. So, yeah, so it was meant to be dropping on the 28th, right? Um, but, yeah, not anymore. <laughs> so this special has been, um, it's been pulled, 
right? Uh, and it's been pulled because um, this dude has been, uh, hmm, he has, uh, well, he's been accused of uh, inappropriate conduct. Okay, so um, a, I don't know, a number of women have uh, have said that, yeah, he, he's been um, doing a lot of shit, like um, unwanted sexting, offering tickets for sexual favours. <laughs> yeah, supposedly he tried to um, grab and kiss someone and proposition someone else for sex, which, uh, yeah, not very Christian in his behavior, it would seem. Um, now, like, with all of that, I, I, you know, you're always just a bit like, all right, so what actually happened? You know, like, what actually happened? Especially when you have this, like, whole sexting thing. It's a bit like, all right, so you know this. Because he can't have got your number for, you know, like, how did he have your number? So what kind of exchanges were you having that led to this shit? Right, you know, it's sort of, like now. Not saying that, yeah, it wasn't unwanted, but sometimes we have, you know, it has come to light that <laughs> some of the exchanges beforehand were a little, you know, what I mean, leading. Um, so you can understand how then another message was sent, right? But if asked to stop, yeah, you stop. You understand? Yeah. This, that's all a bit. And the offering show tickets for exchange of sex, was that a joke? Like, you know what I mean? Because sometimes, you know, you make a joke. So was a joke made and someone just didn't appreciate the joke or, you know what I mean? So it, like... Sometimes a little context would be good, but this is the thing, right? There's been a lot of these. So, yeah, there's no doubt that there was some shenanigans going on. Now, it's just what extent, what was the actual situation? Um, but, you know what I mean, like, so this dude, he, he's cancelled the rest of his tour for, um, this year, so he cancelled all of that, which, um, yeah, that's an interesting one, because if I wasn't guilty, I ain't cancelling my shit, you know what I mean, I'm, I'd address it, I would definitely, yeah, I ain't running, and um, he uh, he put out a statement, and it said that he is um, focusing on getting healthy spiritually, mentally, and physically, which is 
Hmm. What is that? <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? And so, what he actually said was this. <laughs> Over the past number of years, various women have accused me of behavior that is not that has been hurtful to them. While I am not guilty of everything I've been accused of, I confess to being guilty of this. I have treated relationships with women far too casually, in some cases even recklessly. Now, what? That just seems weird. Don't you think that just sounds weird, right? I yeah, I don't understand it. He also said my behavior has been destructive and sinful. I've sinned against God, against women, and the people who I love the most. I have violated my own Christian beliefs, convictions, and values. And have hurt many people in the process. I am sorry for the hurt and pain I have caused these women. And will continue to seek their forgiveness. I have also hurt the name of Jesus. And have sought his forgiveness. Sought his forgiveness. And it's just like, oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you are so full of shit. Oh, like, there's so much in this statement that is just a bit like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you know, that whole, um, well, I'm not guilty of everything I've been accused of. Like, what? You know, like, what is that? Because I, you know, I would address it You know, if, if I'm like, yo What the fuck, listen Alright, let me, let me put some light on this situation Okay Now, people have said that I offered them t- free tickets to my shows for sexual favours That's not true I like this girl came up to me and was like, yo, can I have 10 tickets for me and my girls so we can come and have a laugh? And I was like, 10 tickets? What the fuck? Like, that's a lot of money. You want front row tickets? Those tickets are expensive. What the fuck? Do I get a hand job for that? <laughs> you know, I said that shit is a joke. You know, that's all that was. Hey, and I said that joke... In front of blah blah and blah, everyone was laughing. She was laughing. So, ow, hey, that I take offense to that. You look, clarify your shit. If if you're saying that, you know, not everything that's been accused, you know, I've been accused of, I am guilty of. So, what (laughs) what's true and what's not? (laughs) That is. You know, one <laughs> You know what I mean? Clarify, motherfucker Clarify And then it's just like I confess of being guilty of this I have treated relationships With women far too casually What do you mean? <laughs> like, far too casually 
and recklessly. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know what I mean? Like, are you saying that, you know, you've just had some one-night stands? Because, mm, I mean, there's no crime. If, you know, you don't know someone and you've gone back to their place, you know what I mean? And you both wanted a thing. There was no talk of, all right, so um, I want to sleep with you. I want to sleep with you too. Cool. Okay, so we're going to do this tonight. And uh, so tomorrow we'll, uh, we'll get brunch. Then we'll do dinner. Um, we can then hang out, I don't know, you free Wednesday? Yeah, let's do something on Wednesday, and, uh, you know, the following weekend. You haven't, you haven't made plans, alright? There's been no, there's no contract signed. So if you had a one-night stand, it's a one-night fucking stand, whatever. Boom. You were both into it. Who gives a fuck? So, but what are you talking about, like, casually and recklessly? Were you in a relationship and you just cheated on the chick over and over again? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I, this is the weird thing about, you know, what are you saying? What exactly are you saying, fool? Like, my behavior has been destructive and sinful. Show? What is that? You know, I sinned against God, I sinned against women, I sinned against the people who I love the most, which are who, <laughs> you know, like, who, <laughs> it's, it's just such a weird statement, you know what I mean, such a weird statement, and the, the, like, the, you know, the first thing that he said, over the past number of years, so past number of years, what is that? You know, like, how many years are we talking here? There's like, yeah, that that's more than a couple, right? I would say, because, you know, if it's been like, eh, a couple of years, I've been doing this a couple of years, it's two years. Like, but so what's past, past number of? That's like, I don't know. I'd say that's li- at least five. Can't be over ten. Because you'd be like, over the past decade. Right? Yeah? I mean, I mean that makes sense, right? And it's in, various women have accused me of behaviour that has not been, that has been hurtful to them. So, <laughs> over the past few years, people have said this shit to you. But you've ignored it? Like, what? Like, what the fuck are you talking? So, this is the weird thing, right? So, he said it in there. Yeah, people have been talking to me about this shit for ages. I've just ignored that shit. You know what I mean? I don't give a fuck. I'm like, what? I don't care. Which is a weird one. Because his whole act is... um. You know, as, as uh, you know, what went out in the, the press for this special That, um, you know, he's uh, stand-up comedy in videos 
poking gentle fun at Christian culture. <laughs> you know, so it's just a bit like if your whole act is like, hey, oh, how kooky is this? But then you're like just slinging dick and breaking heart. Like, are you bringing that up? Is that part of your act? Like, you know, like what? What the fuck? What's going on, son? <laughs> and so when he says, you know, um. I'm so I'm sorry for the hurt and pain I have caused these women and will continue to seek their forgiveness. I've also hurt the name of Jesus and have sought his forgiveness. Like, really? Really? Because you've known for the past number of years and you didn't give a fuck then. So why do you give a fuck now? Oh, that's right. Because you've been caught. <laughs> See, this is the thing that always makes me laugh. When people are like, you know, um, yeah, so uh, I'm calling this press um, meeting today because, you know, I wanted to offer my um, heartfelt condolences what I've done is wrong, I understand it's wrong, and I'm, you know, I'm looking to make amends, I, uh, I want to find forgiveness in the people that I've hurt, you know, the forgiveness of my loved ones, I'm, I'm gonna do everything I can, I, I feel deeply, I feel deeply sorry, I'm full of remorse, no, you're not, you're not, you, you should be like, Okay, okay, I you caught me, you caught me, people. My bad. Yeah. Um, looks like I'm gonna have to change my ways, right? <laughs> Can't get away with this shit any longer. Damn it. Well, it was good while it lasted. I mean, yeah, got my dick wet a number of times. I had fun. Okay. Okay, looks like I'm gonna have to settle down with the ball and chain. Gotta be good now. Ugh, ugh, whatever. That sucks. But um, uh, I don't know. I'll find a new vice, <laughs> and I'll try and keep this one quiet from all you motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Cause I wanna have my fun. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Like the whole. Oh, I'm looking for um. I'm looking for forgiveness. No. You were caught, so now you are trying to put out fires. Is it's like whoever believes these stupid ass statements is is all fugazi. It's all bullshit. And yeah, it, it's just like if you are if you're really that sorry, don't you know if you if you are really looking to make a specify your shit. Do you know what I mean? Be like, listen. I want to say sorry to Jane, um, Khalees, like, yeah, Tallulah, Carla. <sighs> yeah, man. Yeah, I cheated on them. I'm really sorry. I didn't mean it. You know, I I told um, told Samara that I would call her, and I didn't. 
Uh, yeah, I had sex with freaking Veronica and I didn't use protection. <sighs> I, you know, I, I made Jenny get an abortion. Yeah. yeah. I guess that was crazy, right? Oh. But yeah, I apologize, ladies. Uh, you know. And yeah, I shouldn't have sent a dick pic to Sue. You know, shouldn't have done it. My bad. I hold my hands up for that one. <sighs> you know. But yeah, I'm not going to be doing that shit anymore. You specify your shit. If you're really that sorry, do that. But what's going to happen now? You know what I mean? Is everyone going to um, be treating this dude like Louis? You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, what, what's going to happen to my man? <laughs> Is he going to be excommunicated from the church? Like, yeah. What What's the deal with this shit? Because, you know, a lot of other people have been in... Yeah, they, they've had a, a lot of shit thrown at them. So, yeah. <laughs> what What is the church going to say about, um, you know, John's behavior? <laughs> so weird, right? So friggin' weird, man. And look, you know, if people been running around doing shit, whatever, I don't care. But don't be fucking hypocritical about your shit. You know what I mean? And then all this whole Christian bullshit. Fucking hypocrites. <sighs> but yeah, all right. Fuck it. That's the news, people. These are the stories that I thought, hmm. So let's uh, let's get into some other shit. Um, what was watched this week? Oh, but UFC, right? Boom. Let's do it. Okay, people. So Saturday we had UFC on ESPN Plus Twenty One. Um, Zabit Magomed Sharipov. Against Calvin Cater So um, it was coming from Moscow Which was great Because it meant um, Yeah, not a crazy long ass night You know, for uh, for us in the UK You know, I think everything started at I think it was like 7 7, 6, 7 Something like that So that was good Um yeah, had some decent fights on the card I think one of the big things though was the main event So we had Zabit against Kater. Um So it was at a flyweight, no featherweight, 145 But it was three rounds Arr, So frustrating it was a three round fight Instead of, you know, five like main events usually are uh, Supposedly Zabit had a staff infection So, um, you know That was part of the reason he wanted a three round fight But, you know, I think as we saw with this I think he wanted a three round fight because of the gas tank so yeah, it was it was an interesting fight. I think it played out how um how we expected. 
And uh, yeah, it was frustrating that it wasn't five. Um, other fun fights on the card, like Danny Roberts had a great display. Um, so did Ed Herman, um, Anthony Martin. You know, there were some real good fights. You know, Carl Robinson, David Sawada, Roosevelt Roberts. Um, and the co-main event was Alexander Volkov against Greg Hardy. So, yeah, it was, it was decent. You know what I mean? Um, and, people, if you want to hear all about it, check out this week's Chin Check for the full breakdown. All right? Go on. Go download it after this. Check it out. Do it. Okay, so this week I um I checked out season two of the Kaminsky Method on Netflix. Um so yeah, this is a uh, it was created by Chuck Law, which is surprising I enjoy it so much because yeah. Chuck Law's stuff is rather great in. Um and uh it's starring Michael Douglas, Alan Arkin, Sarah Baker, um Nancy Travis, Lisa Edelstein, um also we've got um Jane Seymour, um uh, Paul Reiser, yeah. So um, yeah, it was you know some decent characters, and um, yeah, it was it was interesting. So it hit Netflix on on the twenty fifth of October, uh, and you know, like with season one, this is eight episodes, around you know. 26 minutes each So there's that And um, yeah, this season, the gist of this season Is um, Sandy and Norman continue their venerable friendship Navigating the day-to-day pitfalls of the 21st century existence And the foibles of life on the outskirts of the film industry Um also, uh, Mindy, Sandy's daughter, uh, reveals to um, Sandy that she now has a boyfriend. A boyfriend who uh, has a lot in common with Sandy. <laughs> uh, and there's also um, Norman... Bumps into uh, a, a former love interest and rekindles that situation. So, um, yeah, like, again, like, you know, I enjoyed season one and season two, again, it's uh, like it's enjoyable because I think it's. Yeah, I think it's breaking down all those things, you know, all all that shit about being old and doesn't really shy away from it. So it's just like, yeah, he's kind of looking at it all like they're going to it starts off and they're going to a friend's funeral, you know, 
because yeah they're old and everyone's dying uh so yeah they, they go to a funeral where that is when norman bumps into uh you know his former former girlfriend all right so um that worked out well for him <laughs> um yeah so that is and she's played by um jane seymour so we have that and um you know like sandy's falling apart so we kind of we're exploring kind of more of that kind of side of things of um you know how are they uh just coping with um with life you know and all the weird things that are kind of popping up like uh you know because sandy's kind of single and he's not sure like what is he doing with life you know uh until he kind of discovers be like ah there's still a little something something so there's that but then um you know when he wants to get busy he's got to pop a pill so there's all of that and then um yeah as i said look norman's bumped into an old girlfriend i mean that situation is a bit odd because norman is old as fuck like it's alan arkin you know what i mean and uh jane seymour Jane Seymour still looks pretty good for her age, you know, so it's a bit like, why is she fucking with him, <laughs> you know what I mean, <laughs> like, hmm, but, um, yeah, because he's still, you know, like, his wife died in season one, so, yeah, they kind of address that situation, you know, like, how do you play it, what do you do? So there's all of that. Um, his daughter, you know, she's um, she's getting over her drug situation. So we we kind of look at that, and um, she's trying to make amends and all of that. You know what I mean? Like um, the steps. You know, one of those steps program. So that brings up um. Yeah, that brings up its issues. So, you know, there's all of this kind of things. And yeah, then, um, you know, Mindy. Yeah, Sandy's daughter. And uh, she's got a boyfriend. But her boyfriend is like the same age as Sandy. So it's a bit like, oh, the weirdness of that for him. You know, because he's just like, Wait, I know how I am, so <laughs> you know, what I mean? like, what the fuck? And then he's—it's just the whole thought of did his behavior like cause this? You know, the way he is—is is that why she is attracted to old dudes? So we have all of that, which is. All that that is all very amusing, you know that whole situation. But then on top of all of this, all of this crazy shit, 
you've you've also got um you know sandy at work the whole acting studio um and there's stuff that happens there that's all a bit and that's all kind of interesting because you know it it's just yeah he's kind of abrasive he's kind of you know but we we see him really connecting with the students and trying to help them out and all of that. So that's all like it's it's nice because you know it really kind of breaks down some situations and all of you know things like that, which is interesting. You know, I think that was yeah that was really interesting. But then. Man, the way it ends, you're a bit like, oh, shit. You know, it's kind of cold. It's kind of cold, man. So, I think it's it makes a, um, a possible season three interesting. You know, it's like, all right, where are they going to go? But, you know, you obviously, that, that was the whole point. You know, end it in this way because it, you know, it leads to interesting shit for um, season three. And also Sandy's situation with Mindy because, uh, yeah, I can imagine that's not going to be great anymore. I, I do wonder, though, how much longer can this go on for? Because, you know, it's funny, it's amusing, but it's a bit like, I think we've kind of, we you know, we, there's not much to kind of mine story-wise, you kind of feel, you know? So, it, you know, because it's like they're old, so we, we're looking at a lot of that situation, you know, the things that affect them. Like their perspectives on the world, dealing with younger people, blah, 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 blah. Their relationships with their daughters. You know, we've kind of broken a lot of that down. So I think a third season would be good. But then I don't know if it can carry like a fourth, a fifth. I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of like, yeah, I'd like to see a third, but mm, maybe make the third the last, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, I don't know, we'll see, because, yeah, nothing's been announced, it's only just dropped, really, so, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens, but, yeah, this was, this was fun, yeah, it was fun, it was interesting, I think eight episodes was perfect number, yeah, because it's not... It's not flabby. There's not a lot of stuff on it. It's just like, this should have, this should have been less. So um, yeah, if you enjoyed season one, you're gonna definitely enjoy season two, you know. And if you didn't see season one, and you could watch season two with, you know, you could just go straight into two without watching one. But fuck it. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're, they're not long episodes, like twenty six minutes. So uh, yeah, you might as well watch one, and then you have two to uh, jump into as well. But um, yeah, 
that is um that is that it's on netflix so you can check it out whenever you like all right let's uh let's see what what was on audible this week okay so this week's book is never night um it's book one of the never night chronicles uh, it's by Jay Kristoff, and it's read by Halter Graham. So, the gist of the book is this. In a land where three suns almost never set, a fledgling killer joins a school of assassins, seeking vengeance against the powers who destroyed her family. Daughter of an executed traitor, Mia Corvere, is barely able to escape her father's failed rebellion with her life. Alone and friendless, she hides in a city built from the bones of a dead god, hunted by the Senate and her father's former comrades. But her gift for speaking with the shadows leads her to the door of a retired killer, and a future she never imagined. Now Mia is apprenticed to the deadliest flock of assassins in the entire Republic, the Red Church. If she bests her fellow students in contests of steel, poison and the subtle arts, she'll be inducted amongst the blades of the Lady of Blessed Murder. And one step closer to the vengeance she desires. But a killer is loose within the church's halls. The bloody secrets of Mia's past return to haunt her. And a plot to bring down the entire congregation is unfolding in the shadows she so loves. Will she even survive to initiation, let alone have her revenge? Um, yeah, I've, I did enjoy this book. I, I think that that description does give away, um, a few things that it, it would have been good probably not to mention. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I just think the whole thing about the, the killer on the loose, we didn't need to mention that, didn't need to mention that. Um, and the whole speaking with shadows saved her life. Mm, did like it that I think that misrelays what actually happened. It was a lot more kind of complex in the book and intriguing, you know. But yeah, that's the problem with these write ups sometimes. Yeah, they 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 they. they mm, Sometimes they just don't really nail it. But yes, the book itself was very interesting. And especially the beginning. Because at the very beginning, we're kind of thrown into a situation. Um, So it's kind of like, it starts off with Mia about to do something. And then it also flashes back. But the way, the, the way she's um doing this thing is interesting because it gives the situation 
from different points of view. Well, no, that's not even quite right. Okay, so we we get the because si- she's just about to have sex. I I don't think that's giving anything away. And so it tells it, so, you know what I mean, it first kind of breaks it down from the man's point of view. Like, he holds her, he presses into her, and blah, 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 blah. And it goes, so it goes like that. Then you get it kind of flipped. And it's very interesting the way it does it, because it uses all the same language but changes the perspective and I thought that was very interesting and there was a kind of poetry to it and I like that um the poetry kind of the you know the linguistics then change for the rest of the book you know so I I it is a bit of a false denouement um in you might be thinking oh Oh, are we going to get this? But no, you don't. But the rest of the story is very interesting. I did enjoy it. There was a couple of bits like... um. So there's one bit. Now, maybe this gets explored later in the next two books. But... We have this kind of thing with Mr. Friendly. And it kind of gives you an indication that not is all what you seem. Which I think is kind of one of those things that you're kind of playing in your head anyway. Like, mm, there must be more to this. But then it drops it. Drops it. And this happens... Hmm, I don't know, maybe halfway through the book. So, it's kind of weird because, like, to drop it halfway through and then be like, eh. It was just like, oh, like, why bring it up then? Like, it would have been better to kind of tease this thing closer to the end. Because then you're like, okay, fine. But to tease it then and then just not even go near it ever again was a bit like yeah that's an interesting choice um the love part of the book I could have done without does it just ah, it was just a bit tiresome because you kind of knew where all of that was going you know it, it, it was just a bit predictable because yeah, when when you ever see that kind of thing in these type of books, yeah, you kind of figure, all right, fine, whatever. And also, I don't know. I think it does disservice to the character because you 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 know they they lay these characters out. And you're like, oh, we're gonna do the strong female character, but then they always kind of make it like they're a bit reliant on a dude. So it's just like, look, if you want to tell it just as in life, you know, sometimes, yeah, you you form these relationships and things like that, fine. But tell it like that. 
you know what I mean? Don't make these people like a crux, uh, you know, that, that, that can get a little frustrating, but, um, yeah, I, I think the whole shadow thing was very interesting, I, I can't think of another book where I've come across a similar thing, um, like, there was, um, gosh, there was a Brendan Sanderson book, I think, no, I think it was Peter V. Brett, um, I believe that's, that, that was the one, um, something about shadows, I think that's the case, um, yeah, maybe, oh, no, Brent Wheat, that was it, Brent Weeks, he had the Night Angel trilogy, um, and I think the, the, the character in that, there was something around shadows, yeah, I, I think that was the case, Azeroth, and yeah, Kyla Stern, I, I, yeah, I think there was something to do with Shadow in that, but, yeah, no, this book, yeah, it was a bit different, it was a bit different, and I always like that, and then the whole, you know, the whole, um, like, a, a, a Assassin's Academy, and all of that, it was interesting, I liked all of that as well, the ending, the ending was very predictable, I will say that, because, yeah, you kind of, you know, oh, I'm looking for answers, only this person has the answers, oh, no, you know what I mean, it's just be like, ah, yeah, I, I, I could see that coming a mile off, but I am intrigued to see where this goes now, you know, because we, we've kind of yeah, we've graduated, we've, we've done all of that part, because it's kind of like, if you think about, um, oh man, um, gosh, it was, I think it was Mike Lawrence's, yeah, Mark Lawrence's, um, Books of the Ancestor trilogy, Red Sister, Grey Sister, White Sister, which were just great, great books, um, but the whole graduation took place over the trilogy, you know what I mean, so you had the flashbacks and everything like that, but the graduation, the whole process, the flashbacks and all happened over the trilogy, so now this has happened already, it's like, oh, so where, I mean, there's the ven the whole vengeance part, um, I think a lot of that did get cleared up, so yeah, no, I'm intrigued to see where this goes now, uh, so yeah, I'm gonna be definitely be checking out the, um, the following book, so, um, book two is, um, God's, God's Grave, so, um, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, 
<sighs> I will report back on that at some point soon. But yes, the um the the it's a trilogy. So although it's called um the Nevernight Chronicles, it is a trilogy. Uh and the last book is out. It came out um just a couple of months back. So um that was Dark Dawn. So yeah, I'm going to uh be hitting these up in the coming weeks. So uh yeah, you know, you can uh, hear all about it here but i would say yeah if you're a fan of mark lawrence um you know like joe abercrombie like those sort of guys then yeah you i think never night this whole never night chronicles yo this is definitely for you you will enjoy this you know, again, like, um, Peter Vett, Brett, you know, like, all of those guys, if you enjoy that style of, of, of story, you know, Brent Weeks, all of that, if you like that, then, yes, check this book out, because I think you'll very much enjoy it, but, um, yeah, uh, that's it for this week, uh, let's um, let's move on Okay, so We are coming to the end of another episode Um, you know what? I, I thought I was going to be um, You know, breaking down Sale of a de- death of a salesman Yeah, had tickets to go and see that um, this week But um, obviously that got cancelled Because the ceiling of the theatre came down So um, yeah, trying to put together um, You know, new dates and all of that So yeah, hopefully um, Yeah, we'll be catching that before the year ends But you yeah, have to see but, um, right, so there's a little bit of TV news, so let's get into that before we bounce. So, um, I'd forgotten all about Netflix's, um, Jupiter's Legacy TV series that they were making. Um, and the fact that Stephen S. Knight stepped down over creative differences, so, um, they were looking for a new showrunner but it's um just been announced that sang kui kim who um has worked on designated survivor and 24 live live another day um they've now been um announced as a new showrunner so um yeah, that should get that whole situation back on track. But there's there's no word on um you know if the the first episode is going to be redone. Biz the night wrote and directed the first episode. Um yeah, so it, yeah, we don't know if that's gonna now be scrapped. You know, any changes are gonna come, but um, I don't know. We'll we'll have to see. But yeah, Jupiter's Legacy is based on 
the Mark Miller comic book series of the same name that's about um, the first generation of superheroes who received their powers in 1930s and now um, now they're old you know the elder statesmen as it were and their um, their children are struggling to live up to their parents legacy so um yeah i don't know um yeah be interesting to know but supposedly it's a really good comic but um yeah I don't know. We will we will see what happens with this. I guess in the um, coming uh, weeks and months. Also, uh, Netflix have announced that season two of You will be um, hitting the streaming service on the 26th of December. So Boxing Day. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, that will be something um, to distract from the bullshit of Christmas. So, yeah, that'll be good. Um, so, uh, in it, um, Penn Bad- Bad- Badgley's character, uh, Joe Goldberg, he has now moved to Los Angeles, where um, he is found someone else who has caught his eye so uh, yeah that that should uh, that should be interesting because i have heard that this is a um, another fun tv series and finally you know um so we all know that hitting disney plus Will be um, an Obi-Wan Kenobi TV series Uh, So yeah, filming on that is going to start mid next year Uh, And um, the TV series is picking up 8 years after um, Revenge of the Sith So, um, you know, I think it's like it, it, you know, the idea of because it was meant to be a film, and so you know, it's been repurposed as a TV series, which you know, like I can understand why that happened. I mean, you've got the all the shit with Solo, but you know, a TV series offers it offers you know more time to actually get into things and develop the world and the characters but um yeah who's who's seen um amini who is the um the new writer and executive producer on the show recently um yeah recently sat down and um talked with uh discussing film about the situation so um he said the situation is so complex both for him personally and in the way in a way the state of the galaxy you sort of need time to explore it and to be honest there are loads of other stories within that period as well it's quite a few years 
there is so much going on between episode 3 and 4 that hasn't been explored. The idea of being able to go into a character journey plus the politics and plus all the vastness of the empire and what's going on is exciting just because it feels like a proper period of history and sometimes that is hard to do in two hours so um yeah it's, it's just a case of wanting more time which i think everyone really suspected but uh yeah could be interesting and um disney plus is hitting the uk i think it's march next year so um yeah be looking forward to um getting to everything on the service when that does hit but people that is it for another episode um yeah be back next wednesday it's the um, EFG Jazz Festival is hitting on Friday. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure we're going to have some stories around that and what else is happening in the world. So uh, enjoy the rest of your week. And, uh, yeah, see you next Wednesday, people.